Blog Talk Radio. Check it out. <laughs> I'll revolve around science. 
mighty most desperate. It's simple mathematics. Check it out. I'm a ball around science. What are we talking about here? Mathematics. 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 Given what most Americans believe, the next statement may be more shocking than any previous. The fact is, the United States is not a country, but a corporation contractually created by the Constitution. Your state is a country, per the law, and your original citizenship is of that country. Our founders instituted themselves to be first and foremost citizens of their respective states, as of 1787, those states already had formed a union, and they created the Constitution for the purpose of perfecting that union in forming a national government. They did not intend that the new nation have any jurisdiction or powers over the states or their citizens that were not specifically enumerated in the Constitution. They stated this point quite clearly in Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17 of the Constitution. They granted the United States exclusive legislation in all cases whatsoever over such district not exceeding 10 miles square as may become the seat of the government of the United States, our District of Columbia, and to exercise authority over all places purchased by the consent of the states. And that is all. The framers further secured the rights of the people with the Ninth and Tenth Amendments in the Bill of Rights. In the Ninth, they established that the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. And in the Tenth, they made clear that the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively, or to the people. The only way the federal government can have any jurisdiction beyond these constitutional clauses is by written permission or contract. Which leads us to another piece of the puzzle, the 14th Amendment to the Constitution, ratified in 1868 following the Civil War. As barbaric as it may sound today, the black slaves prior to the conclusion of the Civil War were legally considered to be property with none of the rights or privileges of free-born people, only duties. The money interests took advantage of America's desire to free the slaves and found a way to use the swiftly adopted post-war constitutional amendments to enslave all of the people. The deceit is in the wording of both the 13th and 14th Amendments. You will note that the 13th Amendment provides that neither slavery nor involuntary servitude shall exist within the United States. But why the emphasis on involuntary servitude? Isn't it the same thing as slavery? Sure it is. But they had to mention the concept of involuntary servitude because they wished to retain another type of slavery, voluntary servitude. Voluntary servitude is an ancient and established concept. It was the way serfs became subjects to their lords during feudal times in England and other European countries. It was a way for free men to earn a living at a time when all property was held by a select few and thus anyone who wanted to farm and support their family had first to agree to be subject to a lord of the land. Our forefathers hated this concept and designed our Constitution 
to exclude titles of nobility, making all Americans sovereign. The 14th Amendment turned the intention of the founders on its ear by making voluntary servitude a requirement for former slaves to gain the rights already guaranteed to free-born United States citizens. When the slaves were released from their involuntary servitude following the war, their status was changed from that of being property to that of being a person, but being a person still entitled them to none of the rights associated with citizenship. So the 14th Amendment ostensibly was written to provide the former slaves with the same constitutional rights of freeborn American citizens, but only if they agreed first to become subject to the jurisdiction of the corporate United States, making oneself paramountly, that is, first subject to the jurisdiction of the laws of the United States, however, limits access to parts of the Bill of Rights, as we'll explain in a moment. But first remember, anyone who voluntarily subjects himself to the laws or jurisdiction of another is, in every way, obligated to abide by the terms of any contracts or laws established by whomever establishes the rules of the contract. In simple terms, this meant that the former slaves became subjects first to the United States and secondly to the state in which they lived. They had no sovereignty whatsoever. This status had never existed in the United States prior to that time. The 14th Amendment created a new class of citizenship in the United States, a second-class citizenship. Up until 1868, every American was a paramount citizen of their state, and by virtue of that, also a citizen of the United States, with full individual sovereignty as guaranteed by Amendments 9 and 10 in the Bill of Rights. But so-called naturalized citizens, or 14th Amendment citizens, are paramountly subject to all laws of the United States, and, having no status as freeborn citizens, have no access at all to the unenumerated rights retained for the people by Articles 9 and 10 of the Bill of Rights. That's because, in order to get any rights at all, they had to subject themselves to the jurisdiction of the corporate United States, which left them no unenumerated rights. The only rights they had were those specifically written into the Constitution. The sad tragedy of America today is that all U.S. citizens, regardless of race, are now 14th Amendment slaves due to contracts with the government of the United States through Social Security, birth certificates, driving licenses, citizenship statements, tax forms, and many other documents. The true paramount citizenship that all Americans deserve is that of their respective state, which is a sovereign citizenship. Such status would exempt them from federal and state income taxes, as well as property and inheritance taxes. This sovereign citizenship was the status held by our forefathers. Now, if you're still thinking that the U.S. government needs to have a central bank and collect income tax or it will collapse, think again. Over two-thirds of the federal government's income is derived from sources other than income tax. There is even evidence suggesting that none of your income tax is used by the government. Fees, excise taxes, tariffs, sales taxes, and other forms of income have easily supported the U.S. budget in the past and could easily support it now. We have done without a national bank for large stretches of our history, and the U.S. Treasury 
is perfectly capable of printing and managing a money supply. In fact, the only constitutionally sanctioned currency is backed by gold or other precious metals. This is a far more stable form of currency and is the type of money the Treasury was designed to handle. The government was doing so well collecting money under these original laws that it had amassed a huge surplus by the time this cartoon was penned a hundred years later in 1887, when there still was no income tax collected at all. Up to this point, we have shown you how the money interests have, one, established the Federal Reserve System, and two, exploited a second class of citizenship created by the 14th Amendment for other purposes, and we have mentioned a few names involved in the creation of the Fed. But there are other organizations working for our economic enslavement as well, along with other extremely rich and powerful international bankers, those who support the Fed have created a global movement to centralize economic power in various puppet organizations that preach peace and stability through some variation of socialism, but act aggressively to draw nations into a web of foreign debt and servitude to their agenda. The United Nations, the World Monetary Fund, and the Council on Foreign Relations are all committed to an agenda of world domination through manipulation of economic power. The Council on Foreign Relations openly admits to being a private club, yet it is the primary recruiting post in both international banking and the federal government of the United States. Richard Nixon, Nelson Rockefeller, John Foster Dulles, Dean Rusk, Alger Hiss, Robert S. McNamara, and every president since FDR, with the exception of John Kennedy, have been members of this exclusive club where superfinanciers and your elected representatives can mix freely and plan the next step in the consolidation of power in a new world order. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back after these messages on Evolution Radio. You're listening to the new Evolution Radio Network. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L., where remedy meets preparation. You're listening to the new Evolution Radio Network. Visit JonahBay.com for more. You're listening to Evolution Radio. Visit. You're listening to the new Evolution Radio Network. Visit JonahBay.com for more remedies. Stay sharp out here. You gotta stay in the loop. Can't do what you did yesterday. You put it in it tomorrow. It's not a weapon they can form against me that will prosper. I've been whipping for deadlies with an ill posture. Selassie, I know some deadly rosters. I've been dancing with the wolves, it's like Kevin Costner. Picking up the cases like Betty Crocker. I can give it to you hard if you already rock. How you want but that? keep it low, cause you know you don't want the feds to pop up. From the real with all this money, only the feds can stop us. 
My birthdays was the worst days. Now I might pop 80 grand on a Thursday. Count that up. 2.2 pants is what the birds weigh. If I'm a pastor, please tell me what the church say. Amen. Heard you. Be cool when I swerve through. Call the goons up, the niggas gon' purge through. I done live through things that might disturb you. Promise, this ain't the life you're looking for. No, that's my car, but I don't know what they looking for. Secret indictments, and I don't know what they took them for. I see mommy in the kitchen, she was cooking raw. Uh oh, the trap house is the trap door. Packed house, now we coming through the back door. It was black tops rocking a black door. Now we hopping out of traps with the mad dogs. Nah, that title does not fit you The culture is not with you Your verses are not scriptures I was the first and 15th block clicker In the spot with the blicker The plot got thicker I only indulged in weed and not liquor Trying to have the best work and finish my rocks quicker Prices got cheaper, the hell's all mine Now I'm worth that I'm touching can get me some real time I kicked it with the Lord, he sent me some real signs I started to record, I wrote me some L rhymes The love and hate thing, I'm Dealing with real lines Now with two guns up So I got to conceal nine They wait for you to die Then they label you a legend I'm debating on the new M8 Or the X7 Fire Figure either one to be a good look Yeah, count my blessings Get my lessons out the good book Promise This ain't the life you're looking for You know, search my car But I don't know what they looking for Secret indictments And I don't know what they took them for I see mommy in the kitchen She was cooking raw Uh-oh the trap house is the trap door Packed house, now we coming through the back door It was black tops rocking a black door Now we hopping out of traps with the mad dogs 50 pointers in the chains just to hide the pain Tryna count up all this money, probably wreck my brain Free that nigga never, free that nigga man Lose all my niggas to the system, probably go insane Real street nigga worked a few M's Rapping real street shit, dropped a few gems I know them niggas mad, I'm in the new Benz Fuckin' spend another dime on some new rims Niggas from my hood, die from niggas from my hood But everything I learned came up out the hood I took my niggas with me straight up out the hood But they'll call you fake, you make it out the hood Bitches turn sour, niggas turn snake They shutting off the power when the payment late When you broke, niggas love you, when you rich, they hate They plotting on your death, trying to set a date Promise this ain't the life you're looking for You know, search my car, but I don't know what they looking for Secret indictments and I don't know what they took them for I see mommy in the kitchen, she was cooking raw Uh-oh, the trap house is the trap door Packed house, now we coming through the back door It was black tops rocking the black doors Now we hopping out of traps with the mad dogs Tune in every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on the bottom line with Joey L.
on the New Evolution Radio Network. Another picture. Look at the so-called Egyptian, the African, Kemet, and his and her culture, laced with gold, laced with silver and precious stone. The point I'm making is that you're from a rich culture, a rich past. into your mind, body, and soul. Somehow we have bought into a shoebox full of fallacies, and one of them is that it's all right to be poor. Whenever you see people prospering, always rejoice and bless them in your heart. Always do that. And you see, you magnetize yourself for that good when you bless other people. But you know, if you have a jealous spirit, oh, look at that. Why should they have that when I've got so little? Yeah, because you're... You work, you operate your mouth against yourself. That's why. There's a verse of scripture also said that says, Thou art ensnared by the words of thy mouth. You know, the mouth can be a dangerous thing until you learn how to operate it positively. <laughs> Some people are like a prosecuting attorney against themselves. Every time you think of something good, you talk yourself out of it. Yeah, but I know, I just know, I, I sure wish. No, but I can't. But oh, I sh- Lord, I sure wish. Thou art ensnared by the words of thy mouth. Don't do that. That, that stems from your grand perennial group and, and my perennial group. <laughs> remarks that I heard so persistently was that all I want is just enough to get back. And then the ones that my generation used was, how's it going, man? I'm making it. I'm making it. Now, that's another thing, and I want to warn you about this. You know, a lot of people are good at visualizing things for other people. Yeah, that's for Rockefeller. <laughs> that's for those rich people. You'll pass by those mansions in Bel Air and Beverly Hills that look at this where the rich people live. Look, look at that. That's for them. And you're really telling yourself, well, that's for them. I see them with it. But I don't see myself with it. Making what? <laughs> the standstill syndrome of hold on has been the banner of black America since we were imprisoned in this country and culture. Survival was of the utmost importance. Just to live through the theme of survival or the captured Africa. 
Okay. If you can see it for other people, why can't you see it for yourself? I taught people to do this. Here's a little testing. That whenever you see people being, doing, and having good, always be glad for them. Always rejoice for them. And, you know, say good things about them in your mind. I said, look at that old rich so-and-so. The Bible says, curse not the rich. Reverend Ike says, if you curse the rich, you'll never be one of us. <laughs> it became a fixed mechanism in the pseudo-culture that the African was developing in this, quote, foreign land, unquote. How to survive, the need to survive, the whole syndrome of survival is a slave mentality syndrome. I remember some years ago, I uh, drove up to our place up in the mountains in, in Monterey overlooking the, the ocean, and my custodian at that time was a very fine gentleman who met me outside and he saw that brand new mink silver gray and blue Rolls Royce Corniche. And he said to me, he says, oh, Reverend Ike, he said, I saw this car in my visualization the other day. I say, yeah, but you made one mistake. You didn't see yourself with it. <laughs> so I got it. Prosperity is the correct concept for the African, where most of the wealth of the planet has been drawn from. Most of the gold, most of the silver, most of the diamonds, rubies, emeralds, pearls, Africa, that says the land from which we adhere is a rich land, a land flowing with milk and honey, that God's so-called chosen were sent to that land as a promised land. And when you decide it, you've got to do what? Believe it! Another picture. Look at the so-called Egyptian, the African of Kemet and his and her culture. Laced with gold. Laced with silver and precious stone. The point I'm making is that you're from a rich culture, a rich past. It's back here. The idea to be rich, to be prosperous, to be well-to-do. Okay? The illusion of poverty is just that. It is an illusion. In this teaching, that would indicate, yes, law. Meaning that you have an affirmative attitude toward the law which works to bring you to the demonstration of the good that you believe. In this cycle we are in of high dispensation that includes wealth. You're supposed to get back something. Surely God is able. Say that.
Say it again. The third time. And I like to make it so very personal and say it this way. Surely God in me is able. Say it again. Spiritual prosperity includes material prosperity. It includes mental prosperity. It doesn't exclude anything. The masters who presented themselves to a given people renounced material materiality because they were demonstrating spirituality. They didn't need to harness and stack up anything. They could have anything they wanted when they wanted it. When you believe Nothing is impossible. So you got to believe. That's real prosperity consciousness. To have what you need and want when you need it and when you want it. It is not having a large bank account. Because the bank owner might go off with your money. <laughs> In your consciousness. That's where prosperity is. See it! Let's hear it! See it! This deals with visualization. We're not listening to whom we're supposed to be listening to. We're listening to the things that worry and trouble us. The things that confuse us. Occupy much of our minds. There's an answer for every question. There's a solution to every problem. Where is it? Inside. It is important that you learn how to work in the theater of your mind. And I want to leave that term with you. Say the theater of my mind. There's no more God out here than there is in there. Now, I'm going to tell you something important because, see, somehow we don't think we're supposed to get rich unless we work and save our money. And that's a practical, good way to do so. And, and I'm not going to knock that. You know, you know it, 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 as much as I dislike eight hours a day, <laughs> it, it's practical and it's significant and it gives a, a sense of purpose and direction. Wealth is given. It is not earned. I now enter into the theater of my mind and look upon the stage of my imagination. And you've got it set there. And, you, and then I will say, I see myself. And then you describe yourself as you wish to be. So repeat this after me. I now look upon, I now enter the theater of my mind. And look upon the stage of my imagination. And I see myself as I wish to be. While we sit here, somebody's getting rich. And I want you to think about that. Instead about somebody tricking you out of your check. Money is an idea. This, this is a How many ideas can you contain?
What is it that brings you your good? Oh, there I am. Look how healthy I am. Look how happy I am. Listen to the way I'm laughing. I'm just the exact weight that I want to be. Look at that. My dimensions are as I would have them to be. Just look at me. And look at all that money around. What are you passionate about? What is it that you really love with all your feelings? Can you transfer that to money? Yes, you can, if you want to. So learn how to see yourself being, doing, and having the good that you desire. Enter the theater of your mind. Look upon the stage of your imagination and see yourself. And it's important that you see yourself being, doing, and having the good that you desire. Systematically, this man kept trying to destroy everything that something was giving him. He was doing it to himself, but not the white boy. He was doing it to himself. Very good. The power of the word, spoken word. And we need to control that faculty. Huh? Because we take words and throw them like daggers. And they get results. Yes, you got to see it. You remember... Flip Wilson, the comic who used to say, what you see is what you get. That's true. And the man who said to me, well, Reverend, I just saw this Rolls Royce carnation in my visualization. He made the mistake. He didn't see himself with it. So, also when you see people with good, always say also, and when you pass those fine homes, fine cars, people are looking good, say, that's for me. Let me hear you say it. That's for me. Say it again. That's for me. See? Bless it, bless them, and say, that's for me. That means that you include yourself in that idea of good. experience life as we know it as some of you should know it yeah yeah place marcy brooklyn action well y'all know the action uh, i got the shorty on my block always clocking my rocks he likes the style of profile i think he won the mock he likes the way i walk he see my money talking the honey talking i'm the hottest nigga in new york and I see your tongue of pain, I know it's blood
love boils. He wanna run with me. I know this kid to be loyal. I watched him make a few wins. The cowboy's little sneakers and gear. Then it's just enough for re up again. I see myself in his eyes. I move from Levi's to get the Versace. Now it's diamonds like Liberace. That's just a natural cycle. Nobody wanna be like Michael where I'm from. Just some niggas who bounce from a gun. We out here trying to make our white in the cold green. I can help shorty blow out like Afro Sheen. Plus I could relive my days of you, which is gone. That little nigga's peak. It's time to put him on. I'm out here slinging, bringing the drama, trying to come up in the game and add a couple of dollar signs to my name. I'm out here serving, disturbing the peace. Life could be better like my man reclined in plush leather seats. And selling weight, I'm selling eight. Bull 16, trying to graduate to push your quarters, y'all. I ain't gonna sweat him, I'ma let him come to me. If he give me the nard, then these niggas gon' see. I'm tired of vegan out here round the clock and breaking days and chasing crackers up the block for my pay. I'm staying fresh, so chickens check. I'm trying to step up to the next level, pushing vets through the jets. Diamonds reflect from the sun, directly in your equilibrium and stunned. I'm waiting for my day to come. I got the urge to splurge. I don't want a lifetime sentence, just give me the word. It's time to come on. Ain't hold my own weight up in my crown. Got to lock it down and when they run. Get my crown. It's time to come on. And stick up my chest and make some loot. Got to lock it down and when they run. Get on my own too. Hey fella, I've been watching you clock. Who me holding down this block? It ain't nothing. You the man, nigga. Now stop running. <laughs> I like your style. Nah, I like your style. Let's drive around the world. Cool, nigga. Here's a fact. A G, I ride with you for free. I want the long term riches and bitches. Listen to me. You let them other niggas get the name, skip the fame, 10th hour, 100 G, keep your shit the same, on the low, yeah, the only way to blow, you let your shit bubble quietly, and then you blow, hey, keep it cool, the only way to people fool is let them show his hands, and you play your cards, then these do deal and I understand, don't blow your dough on hot, the only thing I got in this world is my work and my nuts, it won't break up for nobody, I like your resume, pick a day, you can start, from now until death, do what's part, nigga, and hold my own weight up in my crown, got to lock it down and win. Uh, we got a seminar tomorrow in Memphis. So, 
if you in the area, man, and you want to come out and attend the seminar, let me give you all the information. Just a second. All right. When you come out to Memphis, come out to 250 North Main Street, Memphis, Tennessee. All right. That's uh, tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. at Sheraton, Memphis. All right. We're going to be there tomorrow. We look forward to seeing y'all out there. Come out and get some of this information. Don't obey it myself. We're going to be giving out this nationality info. All right. So with that being said, it's open for on Friday, so the call lines are wide the fuck open. So if you want to get in and holler at me this morning, you're more than welcome to press one, and we'll go to the call lines. Uh, before we do, that's the info I want to share with y'all this morning that may help y'all and uh, some things that y'all doing. So with that being said, without further ado, let's get down to it, shall we? All right. So I, I received a... Um, Pretty interesting email, to say the least. Um, and I, I want to share it with y'all. You know, some of this information in here is actually it's really good information. Now, the thing about it is that you're going to have to go and do your own further research so that you can really get this. And, you know, I'm, I'm a case law kind of dude, along with the Constitution. I like case law because I believe that case law that the precedent um, Jonah um, will label it as stair dicey, right? And you know, they're supposed to follow that. You know, these, these are a lot of times what we would consider to be uh, dissenting opinions, right? So a dissenting opinion is an opinion that you get from one judge and it's dissented. It means it's passed down to another. So Judge would be like, nigga, you cross the street, they walked, and every other judge before me that saw a case like this charged niggas like you $500. Therefore, I'm going to charge you $500. Based off of what the precedent was that was set by other judges, right? So, I like precedent. In some instances, right? Especially shit like nationality, because it helps you versus hurting you, right? In some instances, when we talk about stereotypes. Now, let me just pull that up real quick. Okay. Now, stereotypes is the legal principle of determining points in litigation according to precedent. Okay, now let me just give you another one. Stereotypes is a legal doctrine that obligates courts to follow historical cases when making a ruling on a similar case. Okay? So stereotypes ensures that cases with similar scenarios, in fact, are approached in the same way. So simply put, it binds the court to follow legal precedent set by previous decisions. Okay? This is stereotypes. So most of you niggas ask, well, why do I need certified copies of shit? Because it's their vices. It is a legal precedent, kind of like your treaties, that have been set for you, right? Set for you to be able to catch your remedy. Now, let me let me pull this shit away. Hold on. Um, Alright. 
Here we go. All right, now. Number one, under the national, and I'm going to read this to you, and we'll go through it, okay? Because if you think you're a citizen of the United States, you don't really know what that is. If you think you are, right? Most of, most of you know. You, you can never have been a citizen of the United States, right? Only through contract. So, you know, if you're not familiar with the Bible, right, go read the story of Esau. Right? And then the story of Esau, this nigga gave away, well, I should say permanently surrendered, his birthright. So then the creator despised him, right, for giving away his birthright. So you, you understand that there's a parable here. You, you have effectively given away your birthright, which you really can't do, but you've given it away in the sense that you've become a quote-unquote citizen of these United States. Okay? Just check it out. Gotta give me a little study about it here. Okay? So, you've effectively become a citizen of these United States then it stands to reason that this birthright, right? Because the birthright is something that you're born with. It also works like a legal precedent, right? It's because it's passed down to you. But, you know, for, for the sake of it, let, let's pull it up. A second. Now, a birthright, okay, for those who don't know, and a lot of times, you know, the funny thing is birthright was birthright would be passed down. Like uh, if you were you were born in a family where there was land, the birthright was you know, the land that would be passed down to you. So it's a particular right of possession or privilege that one has from birth, especially the eldest child, right? This is where um even in the story of um of uh, a thousand and one Arabian Nights, right? Story of Judah and his brothers, right? Judah lost his birthright to his brothers. But now, let me just, you know, I want to stay on topic and I don't want to get too far away from where I'm going with this here. Okay? Now, under the National Voter Registration Act of 1993, okay? There are no elections for federal offices and no elections for any public officers of the several states. So, and I thought this was interesting, right? You go under 52 U.S.C. 25, excuse me, 2502 and 2501 and 3101. You'll see that the Voter Registration Act, the registration, okay, if there are no elections, you don't vote for president. Okay, so you was in the 14th Amendment as well. Now, the 10th Amendment 
has no application today concerning, quote, citizens of the United States. Okay. Now, in case you don't know, let's pull it up to the amendment. Now, the Tenth Amendment says that the power is not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited to, excuse me, nor prohibited by it to the states or reserved to the states respectively or to the people. Let me pull up another one. Hold on. Okay. The Tenth Amendment, which the power is not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states or reserved to the states respectively or to the people. Okay. Now, the Tenth Amendment helps to define the concept of what we call federalism, the relationship between the Fed and the state. Okay. Now, federal activity, because it's increased and essentially the Fed uh, operate more, right, in the light of, uh, you know, they are essentially big daddy now, right? They've taken too much control. So, because that is a problem, um, you have you, you essentially have a national interest here, right? Because anytime that you attempt to, let's say, if you're a citizen and you want to use that constitution in your state, you're going to be redirected to a federal constitution by way of how they're doing shit. So, I want want to want to um, guide your attention. Back to 52 USC. Okay. All right. Then I'm going to move over because, you know, we're talking about stereotypes here and birthright. So then I want you to move to uh, the case of Legrand versus United States. Okay. And it talks about the right of suffrage and how citizens of the United States don't have suffrage. So what, what the hell is suffrage? You may ask yourself, right? And let me just pull that up for you. Now, suffrage is a voting right given an assent to a proposal or in favor of an election or a series of intercessory prayers. Now, let me let me give you another definition. Let's give you a legal definition. Okay. So suffrage and political franchise or simply franchise is the right to vote in public, political elections. Suffrage describes not only the legal right to vote, but also the practical question of whether um, the practical question of whether a question will be put to a vote. Now, 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 I want you to really think about this because under the Fourteenth Amendment, right, you lost your right to vote. You became disenfranchised, so you lost your right to suffrage. You lost your right. To be franchised. So then you go look at um, United States versus Jenkins, right? And they'll tell you in there that you lost your right to what they call constitutional court. So then you say, well, what, what's a constitutional court, Joey? Well, a constitutional court is a Article Three court, right? These are your, these are your courts where they tell you. You got to invoke the jurisdiction if you want to go in there, right? You got to make them uh, show you, you know, essentially, and, and you know, in so many ways, 
that you're not operating in a jurist court. So United States versus Jenkins. Go look that up. All right, 734, uh, 1322, 9th Circuit, 1983. Okay? Then we don't want to no protection concerning taxation without representation. U.S. citizens don't have any protection against taxation. You agreed to be taxed when you agreed to take a Social Security number, even though it was given to you at birth. Some of you niggas who, who decided to come over here Right and become citizens and take all the socials for the life of me. I, I don't understand how you could do that and not fucking research what you're stepping into. Shit, crazy to me. All right, now let's go to the next one. Okay, the legislation of Congress is only for prohibitions against state actors. And state law. Otherwise, legislation for citizens of the United States is to remain dormant. Now, I'll read that again to you. The legislation of Congress is only for prohibitions against state actors and state law. Otherwise, legislation for, quote, citizens of the United States is to remain dormant. The 14th Amendment, Congressional Record 1938, page 429 through 447. Okay? I want y'all to make sure y'all pull that up. Okay? Now, the Supreme Court holding, including the Slaughterhouse case, in case you haven't read those. Okay? The Fourth Congress, Second Session in the Senate of the United States, February 25th, 1887. All right? Y'all need to pull these up. I'm going to give them to you again. All right, the 14th Amendment, because this is all going to tell you about how your, your U.S. citizens don't have any rights. But read it again, the 14th Amendment, right? The U.S. Supreme Court holdings, the Slaughterhouse case, okay? And the 4th Congress Second Session in the Senate, February 25th, 1887. Okay, right, now, let's talk about the Article 3 courts. Go ahead. Article 1 court, Article 2, these are your district courts, right? Your lower courts. Okay, your municipal. Excuse me, I got a fucking cold. It's cold as a bitch outside. Now, <clears throat> your Article 1 courts and your Article 2 courts, these are your district courts, and these are your, um, what you call it? Your, um, your municipal judges, right? So, understand that. There are no Article Three courts for U.S. citizens, right? Courts of the United States today, except the Supreme Court of the United States, and even it is technically not an Article Three court, depending on who is standing in front of their ass. Now, 28 U.S.C. subsection 132. Go look it up. Okay. Now. There are no constitutional courts of any of the several states today. Why? Because all of the states have become 14th Amendment citizens. Matter of fact, your state were your first 14th Amendment citizens by way of contract. I read a case on the air about, I don't know, say, five, six months ago, right? And in the case, the, uh, the judge 
basically said, he said, look, y'all got our hands tied. I wish I knew what case that was. If, y'all, if one of y'all knows, let me know. I don't remember which one it was. But then one of my old shows. But the, the judge said, he said, listen, the 14th Amendment has tied our hands. And we can only do so much. Which is true. They can only do so much. So an Article Three court has to be invoked. There are no constitutional courts for you to use unless you are a national. Unless you are an inhabitant. Free inhabitant, by the way. Okay. So there are no constitutional courts in any of the several states. There are no elections for any public officers of the several states either. Go read the 14th Amendment. Or just read 28 U.S.C. 132. Okay, now, I also told you that you don't vote in the election. Stoneman has told you guys this as well, 14th Amendment. Now, you want to see where they codified it? Well, look at 52 U.S.C. 2502, 2501, and 3101. Okay, now, the United States District Court for all Article One, Section Eight, Clause Nine tribunals. These are your tribunals, my nigga. Now, let me just give y'all this information. I might have to start doing more morning shows, man. Drop this shit on you, man. Turn on. Let me give this to y'all. Now, a tribunal, in case you don't know, is a court of justice, an international war crime tribunal. Military tribunals. (laughs) Y'all do understand this is the reason why they fly the gold, the the flag with the gold fringe around it. Military. That's military. Alright, let me give you another definition. Tribunal is a special court which is chosen by a government or government to examine a particular problem. The international tribunal is the fact, right? Now, a special court or a group of people who deal with a special group of people, what, who do you think those special groups of people are? It's all, hold on, matter of fact, let me, let me give you the definition of this. Just a second. Special law. Here we go. A law that applies to a particular place or especially a particular member or members of a class or person of persons or things in the same situation, but not to the entire class, and that is unconstitutional. If the classification made is arbitrary or without a reasonable or legitimate justification. Now, now, now. If there is a law that applies to a particular class of people or members who, who the fuck is that Because the last time I checked Right If you drive me down the street With tags on your car And a driver's license in your hand Whether you are a Foreign national or a citizen Or, or a citizen And you in a jurisdiction you are technically under those special laws by way of contract. But then let's go to our general law because this is all it is. 
court, right? Now, general law means territorial law, so this would be our constitution. It consists of all persons, all things, all acts and treaties and events within the territory of a country. So, which means your country is each state that you live in. Each state that each one of y'all on this line are in is a country. Nevada is a country. California is a country. Arizona is a country. Missouri is a country. Kansas is a country. New York is a country. Wyoming is a country. Nebraska is a country. Do I need to keep going? So general law consists of legal rules in which the court takes judicial notice, right? So the court has to take judicial notice over a constitution in the state. So so this would mean that when you go into one of these tribunals, okay, that are not constitutionally sanctioned courts, it's up to you to invoke the general law. Hopefully y'all follow me on that. Now, the United States District Courts are all Article 1, Section 8, Clause 9 tribunals, okay, where the judge represents the court, and the court is under the plenary powers of Congress. Now, let me just give this to you on a second. Okay, now, the plenary powers, in case you don't know what the plenary powers is, it is the United States constitutional law. Preliminary power is the power that has been granted to a body or persons in absolute terms with no review of or limitations upon the exercise of that power. And that's the shit. So, the district courts operate with plenary powers, which means that there is no motherfucking oversight. Nigga, who's overseeing these niggas? Who, who, who? How many of y'all been up in the courtroom, right? Put the Constitution down, and then they just stepped on your shit, right? Or, or, or you didn't tell them to take judicial notice of it, and they stepped on your shit. These are them operating with their so-called plenary powers. They might as well call them do whatever the fuck we want powers to these U.S. citizens. Plenary powers. I'm going to let that click in for a second. Now, in case you need some more information on plenary powers, I want you to go to the United States versus Roberts. Case number 618, uh, 530. Uh, it was in the Ninth Circuit Court, 1980. Okay. And I'm going to give you the dissenting opinion. They says here, where Congress is, quote, the United States of America is a sovereign body politic. Now, you do know what a body politic is, don't you? Now, I hope you realize that the exact name for the United States of America or any document is the United States of America and Congress assembled. Okay? So I'm going to redirect you to go look at the 17th Amendment. Okay? 
Now, citizens of the United States, and, I, and I've always said this, they don't have a country. Matter of fact, if you are, if, let me just pull this up for y'all. I'm going to keep pulling shit up this morning because hopefully this will, this will just drill right in, all right? Now, okay, just a second. All right, here we go. In international law, a stateless person is someone who is not considered as a national by any state under the operation of its law. Some stateless persons are also refugees. However, not all refugees are stateless. And many persons who are stateless have never crossed the international border. Nigga, they just told you right there. If your ass is a U.S. citizen, you are stateless, nigga. Stateless. <laughs> Brother said, uh, the, the case that I was talking about well, the judge said that was on the child support show that I still haven't unlocked. <laughs> I unlocked one of them for y'all. It's another said I want both of them, bro. All right, I unlocked the other child support show, man. That was some valuable info. I just didn't, you know, you got to be careful how you get that shit out. <laughs> All right, so stateless person in international law. A stateless person is somebody who's not considered a national. <laughs> so wait a minute, dog. If, if you're not a national, if you're not considered to be a national by your state, right, or the state of the United States, shut up. Even my dog knows. So then, then your ass is a U.S. citizen. So your ass is a U.S. citizen, all right? Now, let me let me let me let me keep going for y'all. I don't want to lose y'all here. Now, <clears throat> the civil rights, <laughs> the civil rights, you did this right, of the citizens of the United States are under the plenary powers of Congress, as all citizens of the United States are. Here we go. You ready? Receiving benefits. Now. You do realize that they consider you, as long as you are using a social security number, right, filing taxes, all considered a benefit. You're in the credit system. Like, how, how many niggas right now, you know, are using a credit? Using that shit like it's going out of style. Using a social security number like it's going out of style. A whole bunch of niggas, right? Why? Because under the plenary powers of Congress, you're stateless. They give you benefits. Shut up and take the benefits, nigga. So, as a citizen, you have no country. You're stateless. And therefore, you have no political rights, which means that you are disenfranchised 
under the 14th Amendment. Now, if you want to, and, and I'm, I'm going to keep dropping these cases on y'all because if, you know, if you want the precedent, it's, it's one thing to have the law, which, is, which I always recommend that you have a copy of, certified copy of the law. It's also another thing to have a copy of these cases where they laid out what the fuck a citizen is. Excuse my language, but this is what it is. Now, <clears throat> the government of the United States is establishing and ordaining the Constitution of the United States, right? Let me just let that sink in for you. The government of the United States was established and ordained within the Constitution. Not the United States of America, but your United States. See, your Constitution allows for another Constitution to be made, which allows for another country to be made within within itself. So, then we start talking about the Civil Rights Act of 1866. Which says, which says that everybody, even in inhabitants and citizens, all have the same rights. So we never needed the 14th Amendment at all. So the civil rights of citizens of the United States, which are under these plenary powers, right, are, are nothing more than privileges. Okay, go look at... um. Babcock versus United States, 250 U.S. 328, okay? You also go look up the case uh, Allen versus Graham, 1968. And okay, now, the states, with a capital S, big states, defined in 52 U.S.C. 25, or, excuse me, 2502, that's, when I say 25, that's 205, so 20 it's, it's 20-502 okay? The term state Means the state of the United States And the District of Columbia So wait a minute What state you live in? See I stay in The state of Excuse me I stay in Missouri State Other people stay in the state of So do you stay in State of New York Or do you stay in New York State You stay in uh, the state of California, or do you stay in California State? Do you stay in the state of Florida, or do you stay in Florida State? Where, where you live at, right? So your state under 52 U.S.C. 2502, section four, means the state of the United States or D.C. Okay. So. I want you to understand that these quote sovereign states of the United States, right? They're not technically sovereign. And this goes back to what I was talking about in the child support case that the brother just reminded me of. Okay. So now the United States of America, right? And not one of the several states. Right, so so I want you to like really really get this down. Right, the term state means the state of the United States in the District of Columbia. Right, so in, in cases like under 52 U.S.C. 
What we're dealing with is strictly corporate body politics shit. Right? You're dealing with the fact that they've converted your state over to the state of. Right? I mean, now, we can keep going on and on, but this is where this information hits ahead because what we have to realize here, you know, I'm not going to go too long because we don't open for Friday, but I want y'all to really get this. As long as you are practicing using your social, all right, operating within the jurisdiction of the privileges that they allow you under the 14th Amendment, you are operating under the plenary power. Now, you go look up um, 2501, all right, 52 USC, cuts about the National Voter Registration Act. It also tells you you don't vote. You don't vote. You register. You have you, you have a registration. You're registered. You're not voting for any federal, really, or anybody in your state. Okay. All right. A lot of interesting shit here. All right. I'm gonna pick up more on this on Sunday. Call lines are full. If you want to get in and holler at me, push the number one three four seven nine eight nine zero one nine four. You're on Open Forum Fridays with Jonah Bay. I'm your host, Joey L. I'm sitting there for my man this morning. To be honest with y'all, I think my man overslept. Let's <laughs> got know how this goes, man. We got a seminar this weekend in Memphis. Um, hope to see y'all out in Memphis this weekend, man. We're going to be, let me give y'all the info again, all right? We're going to be. Uh, at the 250 North Main Street, Memphis, Tennessee, 38103, Sheraton, Memphis. All right. Uh, you can register at makemorecommerce.com. All right. Registration is 350 early, or you can get it at the door. All right. Um, also, so Jonah's got Texas coming up, and we got an Atlanta seminar, a credit seminar coming up. We're going to be working on uh, first part of December, man. So I really want y'all to. To get down with that, man. Keep looking out for that. All right, go to makemorecommerce.com. All right, for all those details. All right, so we got a lot of people sitting in. We're going to go for the call line. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to jump right on and let's see what's going on. Don't go nowhere. Keep it live. We'll be right back. I throw a little money to twerk. I don't really think you can twerk. Twerk. If you broke, go to work. Make that big booty twerk. Make that big booty twerk. Can I touch that booty? That booty. That big old booty. Shake that booty. Can I lay on them booty? Mike Tyson on them booty. Copyright that booty. Bounce that boot on the floor. Shit. Shake till you get a little soft. Shit. Show me your mama made a hoe. Shit. Shit. Go on here and get a little low. Shit. Shake that boot in the car. Shit. Shake that boot in the stove. Shit. Shit. Pop it, stop it, drop it, pop it. If I hit a Lexus guy, I'm a motherfucking rocket. Shit. I ain't got no fucking heart. I can't be loyal to you, whore. You want her from the start. Twerk. Good, I want to see you. Twerk. 
I throw a little money to twerk. I don't really think you can twerk. Twerk. If you broke, go to work. Make that big booty twerk. Make that big booty twerk. Can I touch that booty? That booty? That big old booty? Shake that booty. Can I lay on them booty? Mike Tyson on them booty. Copyright that booty. Skinny petite. Dang. I know my bitch love me, Dang. cause she rub my feet. Dang. Dang. You don't touch me, somebody gon' touch me. You don't fuck me, somebody gon' fuck me. You don't love me, somebody gon' love me. Dang. When I don't walk, I gotta go and get it. Shake that booty, I come visit. If you thick, I might hit it. Dang. Shake that booty for a ride. Dang. Shake that booty on live. Dang. Shake that booty outside. Dang. Twerk. Girl, I wanna see you twerk. I throw a little money to twerk. I don't really think you can twerk. Twerk. If you broke, go to work. Make that big booty twerk. Make that big booty twerk. Can I touch that booty? That booty? That big old booty? Shake that booty. Can I lay on them booty? Mike Tyson on them booty. Copyright that booty. And why do I say that? Because after 46 years and teaching you morons for 23 years, you want to take the easy way out. Because you think life is a journey. That is horseshit. Life's a journey if you're a moron and you're retarded. That's why, you know, that's what, that's what you've done with the life up here to four. It's been a journey. And how good is the fucking journey? You tell me. Wouldn't you have rather, when the first time you went out with somebody that you thought you were in love with, thought is the operative word, wouldn't you have lied to have a, a template? Oh, let's follow this process instead of, because that is a journey. And all the mistakes you made, and raising this fucking little shithead for kids you got, instead of having this book. Life doesn't have to be a journey. It's a journey for morons. You think life is a journey for the Trump kids? It's a motherfucking process, the same process his daddy raised him by. Same for me. Life ain't a journey if you're my kid. It's a goddamn process. So you tell me if you're results-orientated at all, Who's better off, the journey or the process? And for the most part, most people in this room and most people listening on YouTube have to come to the realization, as sad as it is, that you have pissed, you have urinated, heretofore, up until this morning, your entire life down a fucking shithole. Very simple. That's it. If you want to create massive wealth. If you just want to be a happy, slappy housewife from fucking Dundee or a happy, slappy bimbo from fucking Toronto or a happy, slappy guy who goes to the Little League games in Mesa, Arizona, 
then that's okay. But if you want to create some fucking money, and money's not everything. But if you don't money, think money can buy happiness, you don't know where to fucking shop. Say that with an Irish accent. Okay. If, <laughs> if you don't think money can buy happiness, you don't know where to shop. If you don't think money can buy happiness, you don't know where to shop. Correct. <laughs> uh, correct. And But I mean... You can get money and then go save the world. You can get money and save the forests in Brazil. You make money and go save global warming, which I don't believe in. You can, I mean, and save the, uh, the kids in Biafra and all that shit. But without money, you can't save a fucking thing. Don't you understand? Don't the fucking idiots on YouTube understand that? Until you make some shekels. Until you make some fucking coin. You can't help anybody. Because if love got the job done, you wouldn't all be fucked up. And I've had mothers, daughters, grandfather, daughter, uh, son. I've run three generations of the gamut in this seminar here. And they all say the exact same thing. The daughter looks to the mother, you fucked me up. The, the mother looks to the father, you fucked me up. And they all agree. And where it really gets dicey it's the second or three day, second or third days after they have a few drinks, a few pops. Then it gets it can get fucking ugly, as Sally would say, fucking ugly. Nothing like a mother to turn on her daughter, or vice versa. Nothing like it. It's like in the fucking movies. It's like a goddamn soap opera. Cause that's life. And if we admit it to ourselves, then we have an opportunity to move on. If we don't, then we're just fucked in the quagmire. You're listening to the New Evolution Radio Network. Visit MakeMoreCommerce.com for more remedies with Joey L., where remedy meets preparation. You're listening to the New Evolution Radio Network. Visit JonahBay.com for more remedies. Tune in every Friday to Open Forum Fridays with Jonah Bay from 10 a.m. to noon on Evolution Radio. Heat makers, heat makers, crack music, crack Right about this time, i like to say a prayer for everyone out there. Bow your heads. To all the sinners all over the world. Pray for you. Pray for me, I pray for you, I even pray for my enemies too, girl. Where I'm from, we don't live long. The good guy young. Where you from? Where I'm from. It's too getting cold in the summertime and dark in the daytime. Where I'm from. Seen all the toughest niggas fall, and I swear it didn't take time. I watched niggas go and change, did it no time. They gon' try to throw shade, so we don't shine. We gon' go and fight the rollies for the whole time. They don't wanna see you shine, we gon' fight the Watching the death of that era I'm from that Come with short Smack you and your man era Riding around a thousand grams Inside a hundred grand Carrera Rocking two G's A couple grand on a sweater Add them up These is Gucci mathematics To get some fresh ears I will pump like an asthmatic I'm a 
I'm just running down a list of things. I hit the tool, I got the watch, I gotta get the ring. I'm still flying through Harlem, you think the whip had wings. And everybody got the throne until they hit the king. That nigga speaking malice. But he's so valid, he's in our hips like Khaled The tickets top off in that Maybach Forgive me God, don't let me say that But Lord knows I've been to hell, I'm on my way back I ride dirty in that barn for that payback Where I'm from, I still get cold in the summertime and dark in the daytime Where I'm from, I seen all the toughest niggas fall and I dread in the daytime I watch niggas go and change it in no time Magnificent and great, like John to be saying. <laughs> I can't complain. <laughs> yeah, thanks for you know, I got me call, some, um, I've been taking these tinctures, man. I got me these tinctures, right? They got vegetable glycerin, willow, licorice, clove, marshmallow root, anise, moringa, and it got. Hold on, let me tell you what else it got in there. They got Stashparilla in it. Nigga, you talking about energy. Hold on. Let me see what else they got in it. They got clove, licorice, red ginseng, kava, blue cohosh, astragalus root, vegetable glycerin. Nigga, you keep going. 
I'm going to start showing this on the website. Man. I got so much energy this morning. It's great. What's good, though? That's, um, I wanted to ask you a question about that. Could I get, yeah. can I get um, a bulk order from you? And um, do you report, like, can I get you as, like, a vendor on my credit, like, when I buy from you? That was that was why. Mm, you know what? I, I don't have <laughs> I don't have make more. You can't order in bulk. Number one, um, I don't have make more commerce down there as a vendor. Um, excuse me. Um, uh, Natural Earth. Natural Earth is not a vendor. Um, I have uh, my record label down there as a vendor actually. Um, specifically because of how it operates. Now, what you can do, obviously, you know, you you want you want to be a vendor. You know, you, I mean, you want to do business with a vendor so you can get that credit up. Now, what I can do is, you know, you can order a product and then I can have be your vendor under these five dollars. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, I can't be a vendor for you. Um, you have to holler at me on the private end. Uh, but it, it had to be under under my record like that. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. I'll holler at you in private about that. No doubt. Set up a conversation. No doubt. Because, see, when you're a vendor, it means that you're in the public. Some of my businesses I keep in the private. We operate, you know, under that religion, that religion there, you know? That's right. All right, yeah. All right, so the second thing I had, and that's, and that's all I had, it was, um, pertaining to what you were talking about it actually connects actually um I found in my in one of the constitutions in um in my country that it says uh that immigration immigration is the word that immigration from the state with a capital S that's right shall not be shall, shall not be prohibited now isn't that exactly what they do when they turn you into a U.S. citizen? Yeah. Directly again. It's selling you. Yeah, your state is selling you into slavery. And that's what they meant by the ceding lands, right? Ceding lands in the in the U.S. Constitution. It talks about ceded uh, territories. Make up ceded territories. Okay. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up too. Hold on. Okay, here we go. Ceded territories. Just a second. All right. So, a ceded territory means those off-reservation lands by the tribe or another signatory tribe to the United States of America in treaty. See, so really. To be honest with you, these your ceded lands are, are lands that that have always been here in treaty. All right, so you got your um, Treaty of Peace and Friendship, the Treaty of eighteen thirty six, um, Treaty of eighteen thirty seven, Treaty of eighteen forty two, all of these treaties which your ancestors put in place. So off reservation, it's really tribal land if we if we being honest. So I, I'll give it to you like this. Um, see the territory in Wisconsin. They gave those to the, the Chippewa Indians. Um, any 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 
ceded territory that was off reservation land uh, was given by way of treaty. You understand? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Oh man, that's a lot, man. I'm gonna have to go back over and uh and research that right there, which you just dropped him. <laughs> you you know what you together. also wanna research when you when you pull that up? You wanna research Aboriginal yeah. title. See, let me pull that up real quick too. Hold on. Okay, now Aboriginal title. <clears throat> The definition is the right of indigenous peoples to own their own to own excuse me to own their traditional land and water as recognized by common law. Aboriginal title is a common law doctrine that the land of indigenous peoples to customary tenure persists after the assumption of sovereignty under settler colonialism. The requirements of proof of recognition of Aboriginal title is the content of the Aboriginal title, the methods of extinguishing Aboriginal title, and the availability of compensation in the case of extinguishment. Nearly all jurisdictions are in agreement that Aboriginal title is inalienable and that it may be held either individually or collectively. See, so that gave it to us right there, and this is these are the laws that took them away from us. It's uh, 14th Amendment getting disenfranchised. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and when you got so, disenfranchised, why would you use this? When you got this, well, check it out. Check, check it out. Check it out. Right. Even your your your, your so-called Indians, the Native Americans, these people technically mm-hmm. are sitting under the same shit, right? They're, they're te- they technically are stateless, and they are in territory that was ceded to them. By way of the Fourteenth Amendment as well, through 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 these these uh these so-called you know land grabs that they did, you know, the United States grab a bunch mm-hmm. of land, put it in trust, and then throw a bunch of motherfuckers on it and say it's the fucking um it's the uh what you call it it's the Indian territory it's the uh what do call it shit reservation um, reservation yeah reservation well. Who's it? See, see, that's the other thing. Reserv- who y'all reserving that land for? It's still under treaty. Yeah, who These is, people don't who, even own that reserve? land for me. That would be ours, right? That's ours. That's Aboriginal title. Waiting. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Thank that's you, why it's bro. so important to get that nationality done, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That was the that's the elephant in the room all the time. Always is, right? Now. And uh, yeah, man. So that's why I'm like trying to put this guy. I found that one clause in there. You can they can't prohibit you from emigrating from the state, and with a capital X. Exactly. So uh, yeah. So so I'm a national of this of this state. So niggas still make me. Y'all, y'all can't make me a U.S. citizen. Matter of fact, your birth certificate doesn't even say U.S. citizen. Boom. Along with I can't be a part of a corporation. Exactly. So, yeah. We're going to do this. Now, that you were talking about plenary jurisdiction, and I was trying to scramble and try to pull up this, this manual they got in, the, in my state. 
it, in my in my country, it says that the, you can get you can invoke the Supreme Court's plenary jurisdiction, and that's what I'm studying. I'm trying to get my I'm studying this package so I can get the consultation and like present Part the package. The with two y'all so that we can study to get yeah, wanna, through there. Yeah, because what you want to do is invoke the Article Three Court. That's the whole point in this shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 All right. And, All right. And when, and when, I'm going to let you know bro. Just, I ain't going to take too much time. You take that judicial notice. <laughs> See? I just want to get this, get this, get this all together, down in the list of like all in my head, perfect, so I can get the consultation with y'all, so I can lay this down to y'all, and then we can get, I can get my package together, so I can submit it. Cause I, I, I went through before, but it didn't work, so we're gonna come do correct this time. Oh yeah, when you Thank ready, you, my brother. Let's, let's, let's knock it out. Peace to God, bro. All right, thank you, thank you. All right, all right, no doubt, no doubt. Peace. Let's go to uh seven one eight nine two six. Friday, join the bay. Peace to the God. Seven one eight. What up? Feeling it? Feeling the bird? Feeling the bird? Seven one eight nine two six. Yo. Yo, what up? Yo, yo. Here we go. Speak to the God. You finna, you finna, <laughs> I finna slam on y'all. What the hell's going on back there? What's going on, man? <laughs> bad, bro. I'm at work and shit, bro. What's good with you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. Happy rise to you, brother. Welcome to the show. Word. Word. Same to you, God. Everything good, though. Yeah, God. Yeah, son. I'm glad you're going over this shit, though, God. Word. Nigga been going through it, you know what I'm saying? Trying to, um, trying to figure out how to put everything together, you know what I'm saying? Jonah was going over the maximum law shit early in the week and all that. You know what I mean? So that was definitely dope. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I, I was I was just thinking about this, the voting shit, too, right? Because like you said, with the 14th Amendment, y'all broke that down, how in Section 2, it, it tells you, like, we can't vote and shit like that. But in the 15th Amendment... Exactly. And I, and I think the 22nd Amendment, it kept talking about, well, you can't be discriminated for voting. You got the rights and can't be discriminated for voting for race, color, gender, and all that. But I'm thinking, like, well, they mm-hmm. never said, they never said you couldn't be discriminated against uh, for gen. I mean, for citizenship. Does that make sense or no? Not it's like, why have that in place it, after they say you can't no, vote? No, it, no, it makes it makes that makes complete sense. See, the 15th Amendment. The United States Constitution prohibits the federal government in each state from denying citizens the right to vote based on the citizens' race, color, or previous condition of government. Right, right. And they ratified it in 1870, right, as the third and last part of the Reconstruction Amendment. You got to ask yourself, why did they ratify that shit as part of the Reconstruction Act? To fit who? To fit U.S. citizens. Anytime you see something that was done as an amendment, you should know that they amended it to fit somebody else. Yeah. I, I noticed that. They got yeah. a lot of shit. And it was done in the 1870s. 
It was done in 1870. When was the Civil Rights Act? It was done in 1866. 1866. Yeah, and then in 1871, they came around and did that fucking organic act. See, they, they knew what they was doing. They, they, they each year changed something different each year, so they got what they needed with that 14th Amendment. All right, so peep this, right? So tell me why this, um, you ever heard of Billionaire Byron Allen? Of course. He, um... Um, he he, he going through a case right now with, with Comcast, and he and, yeah, and he, he trying to say that. Yup, yup, yup. He he talk about some the Trump administration, the DOJ trying to um help Comcast get it um repealed or amended or some shit. I'm like, how the fuck they going? You know what I mean? They they're can't. They're going to try to let that some shit like that happen. They right? they, can, they they cannot. And then you got to think about. It. First of all, check this out. What, mm-hmm. what what's the deal with the Civil Rights Act of nineteen sixty six? You said what's the what's right. the Civil Rights Act of nineteen sixty six? Yeah, exactly. Who was that for then? I don't, I don't know about that. I know about eighteen. Exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying yeah. to you. The one that they yeah. the one they did in, in the nineteen hundreds is the one that they really want him using. Uh, so that's the one. That's that's the one that makes him the U.S. citizen. Uh, they don't really, man. Uh, they don't really want to listen, bro. Even I've been in federal court before, and, and and I can tell you, um, even listen early on, bro. I lost the case for using the wrong civil rights act. Yeah, you cannot. You cannot. You gotta stick to that. Fuck them. You get certified copy of that. That shit stands. Remember but in the beginning of the show, it? I talked about precedent. Uh huh. What precedent is what comes first? Right. Okay, which came first? Eighteen sixty-six. The one that happened in nineteen exactly, or the one that they're going to Right, right, right. Right, right, right. You can't repeal something that was done two hundred years. Come on, man. Come on, almost two hundred years. Of ago. course. And, and I figured that. But and I'm like, at the same time, knew that could one be able to happen. But then I'm like, how do you differentiate the two? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like because I, it's like I, I we understand it's a U.S. citizen and a, and a 14th Amendment citizen. But I got a trial in a couple weeks. You know what I'm saying? For false identification to a, a police officer and. I'm mm-hmm. kind of trying to figure out how can I break that down in my argument to to help the the jury understand. You know what I mean? Because all the information well, there that I got that y'all show us. Yeah, it's all in your it's all in your paperwork, though. No? Everything's in your paperwork. You're telling your story. You're not a U.S. citizen. That's what your affidavit of denial is for. The the the, the Constitution in the state in the in the, in the actual state. Hopefully, you use the uh-huh. one prior to. 1870, you know, it lays out most of your rights as well. You're an inhabitant. You're not a citizen of the United States. But what if they, what I'm saying is, is like, what if, what if they look at it the same? You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, well, you say you're not a U.S. citizen. Well, here's the other thing. You're in the 1866. Jury of, yeah, well, I'm I'm trying to get it to be. (laughs) (laughs) 
Come on now. That's the other thing. I'm a national. Why y'all got citizens in here? That, first of all, y'all not even doing this the right way according to the Constitution. Most of that jury of my peers. But I don't got that and right then either, you lose though, the so. case, And then if you lose the case, you're having a right to, you have a right to appeal. That's why This is the reason why everything's got to be Put on the record correctly beforehand Yeah cause it's circuit court now So now it's going to be in the, in, in the court of records You know what I'm saying And there's a lot of shit that point to General district not being the court of record And I just be telling people that And they be explaining that yeah. And, and, and really that try to get people to realize Like Yeah If everybody see how we see it though Going even even not being a national, they will be able to understand like yo, we need to stick up for for each other. Because everybody went to court and, and got a jury trial, and we the jury looked out for for no, our people. No, them I, niggas be losing no, cases not a back jury to back. Trial. No, not a jury trial. A trial by We're jury. Trial by jury. Right, right, right. Yeah, big difference. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's a huge difference, and that's the other thing too. Hopefully, you put that in. The man for child by jury. Well, that well what can I do? Like that is your case too. As far as like I, I, I told you. After they before the man for child by jury, huh? Say it again. No, I'm talking about as, as far as like um, like being that I don't have my national shit yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just trying to figure yeah, out a way how yeah, to how I can. Break down to the jury. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's all in the jury. We, I, I, it's, it's all in your paperwork. You, you, yeah. you break down what you put in your paperwork. Yeah. There's nothing outside of that. There's, there's nothing outside of that. There's, there's truly nothing outside of that. You just know you how hard it is. I don't have to say shit. I don't, I'm not incriminating myself with the evidence. Right, right, right. And there's usually no evidence. You know, the police got to just statements and and, and, and that's why you record. got affidavits. That's it. And that's what they kind of hold that's me That's the reason like, why you got affidavits. And then that's why you put Trinity versus Tiger Yarrow in. You, yeah, you, you got to shut these niggas down. Hold on. The attorney ain't the attorney ain't a first hand witness to this shit. Right. He wasn't there. I got DBAs and all and that. Then, and then, I got the paper. Yeah, and then this officer. And then this officer. This nigga's in the wrong too. Mm-hmm. Why is I be trying to get these folks to see officers? that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know. I know. It be hard to tell me this shit. You, you know how they broke us down in the school system, so people be looking at me like, I don't know what's going on, but I fuck with him because he, he's standing on the square because that's all I do, bro. It's like my third trial, bro, in like three, two well, and a half years, bro. Well, so. just remember, even the officer's testimony can be rebuffed. With an affidavit, everything can be rebutted mm-hmm. with an affidavit. An affidavit mm-hmm. stands as proof in law. Unrebutted affidavit stands as proof. So, if if you don't come forth and rebut all of that shit on paper as well, everything they said about mm-hmm. you is true. Mm-hmm. They could have said everything false and then be like, "This nigga shoe was untied." And then you do an affidavit and don't mention your shoe not being untied. And like, "Well, nigga, your shoe must have been untied." Cause you didn't say it wasn't. Everything you've done in the form of an affidavit. Facts. Uh, yeah, nah. 
I feel you, God. I, but, um, I'm going to make something hey, happen, man, though. I appreciate yeah. you, God. You know, yeah, man, keep, keep it posted, bro. You know, I'll probably be on the air on yeah. so give me You already know. I stay locked in, God. Okay, God. I'll talk to you in a minute. All right, peace, God. All right, peace, God. All right, let's go to 954-629. Peace, peace. Can you peace. hear me? Got Yep. Can you hear me? What? Yeah, word, I can hear you. What's up with it? Peace to the God. Oh, oh, man, what's going on, man? Man, everything's good. How you doing, bro? Oh, man, I'm wonderful, magnificent, and great, man. But, um, okay, I have a little issue. Good, good to hear. Um, okay. I, um, Monday, I filed for my, um, nationality. Well, I, this happened in June. I filed, um, to change my nationality in June. Um, me and the judge kind of got into it and he denied it. He's saying that I was doing it for a nefarious reason. And I won't run a background check. So what I did recently, Monday, I submitted my Why brief for my appeal. Check? Hold on, pause. How come you didn't run a background check? Well, it really was no real issue why I didn't run it, but the Constitution said I had a right to privacy, so I used the Constitution so that I didn't have to run a background on, check. Hold on, well, but hold on. You're asking the court to do a correction for you. You gotta, you gotta run the yes. background check. Okay. Give these people what they're asking for. Let me tell you the reason why. You come up to my court. I'm the judge. You want me to correct and change your name and nationality, but I don't know who the fuck you are. And our and our rules say that you need to do a background check in order for me to do what I need to do for you. Now I understand exactly where you're coming from. You do have a right to privacy, but your right to privacy went out the window, bro. And you went up in there and asked some people to to do a correction. Okay. Because you open the door so, for them to be up in your shit. That's like, you know, that's like letting somebody in your refrigerator. Telling them to have at it and then getting mad when they, when they eat everything. No, nigga, you got to listen. You invited me in. Allowed me to do what I need to do. I'm just keeping it real with you. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I just felt at the time, I don't know why I didn't run it, but... Um, nevertheless, my appeal is in, so I'm going to see what the appeals court is going to do because I presented all the proper okay. evidence that I should have presented. And I have another question. Um, I got my passport okay. as a national. So you, uh, hold on, hold on. I got my passport on, as a You're moving a little fast. Hold on, hold on. You're moving a okay. little fast. moving a little fast. <laughs> moving a little fast. Now. now, you went to appeals court? Yeah, I'm appealing the decision. Okay, you're gonna appeal the decision. What are you appealing the decision back there? Well, I'm a, I'm because he what he said he said I was doing it for a nefarious reason. But what yeah, kind of made me mad is he said I that that's all he said. He just said he felt that I was doing it for a nefarious reason, and then the set that was the first um, response. Then the second one was that I didn't run a background check. Now the thing that made me mad is that right before you know normally they make us go in court last. So the thing that made me mad is that right before I went to court, do you know he let somebody change their gender right in front of me? But then he telling me I'm doing it for a nefarious reason. 
it kind of pissed me well, off. He, 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 well, I understand, and I had a conversation. With he didn't question them. He didn't question them about nothing. He didn't ask them no, no questions I, or nothing. I get it. I get it. He asked was I solving? He was solving. But you gotta. What? What? I'm listening, my brother. Listen, bro. I understand what you're saying, right? We've we discussed this on the radio before. The same thing you're talking okay. about. Motherfuckers go in there and they get gender changes. Niggas go in there and they change their they, they name all the time. But when people want to go in there and get nationality done, it's, it's, all, it's all of a sudden it's a problem. Now, when you go in there and you do a name change, excuse me, a name correction, because that's what it is, and a nationality correction, if he's telling you that you're being nefarious, and then he mentions you're not wanting to run a background check, he's trying to say that you're trying to do something criminal because he has no other way. Okay. That's, that's the only way he could deny you. You understand? So he's not well, he was, he was asking me, was I sovereign? He was asking me, was I sovereign and all this other stuff? So <laughs> this is why I feel that they, I feel that they know they're wrong because this, when I put my notice of appeal in, do you know they didn't even notify the appeal court? It was like almost 70 days, and I'm you? like, something don't... What Florida. You in, bro? Florida. What, what, what county? Hillsboro. That's where you from? I'm from Ohio, but I'm a resident. You know, mm-hmm. I was li- I've been living in Florida for years, since 2009. You may, you may need to go to a different county in Florida. You might want to go to a more... Um, you got nobody down in Miami, you know? Yeah, I got a few people down there I know, but not not really on the information that we on. Only reason why I say that is because you might want to go to a more a, a more liberal county. A county ain't so you know a county is a little bit more you know, a little racist down there. But either way, but listen though, this like is what this. they did. Yeah. They didn't even notify the appeals court. So when I called after sixty days to see why. I haven't heard nothing when I put my notice of appeal in. Mm-hmm. The appeals what court they say what they, they for, um, the regular court forwarded to, to the appeals court. I give them the case number. They was like, well, they never even notified us. It was like almost three months. So they finally corrected everything, sent me my information out. I submitted my brief Monday. So I'm going to see what's going to happen. Like I say, worst case scenario, um, I got my passport now. Yeah, I got my passport now. So worst case scenario... I'll come back and I'll do it when I get my Freedom of Information Act back. But this is, I have another issue. Now, this is the main issue I really called about. Um, a few months ago, I got pulled over. Well, I didn't even get pulled over. I was coming out of a store and the police ran up on me and started going in my pockets. And then what they charged me with failure to identify. I get that charge thrown out. But in the process of them going in my pocket, they found a small weapon. So they, I got everything thrown out, but they got me charged with weapons under disability. So I just got the. Um, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is a weapon under disability? That's what they said what because I was a prior a prior felon. Like I did nine ah, years in prison before. Well, so what they're doing? Oh, yeah. You. So okay. I corrected everything. So my thing is, I haven't been serving any papers, but they went to go serve some papers. So my question is, by me correcting my status. What, can they arrest me? Yep. On the state level. 
that's a state charge. You got to take the consent of the national and the state. That's a federal charge to be different. Now say that again. USC, under 8 USC, you have to do a renunciation, right? You got to come up out of out of the system on the federal level first, right? And then you can do the state level. That's technically what what these judges are trying to tell people. So what I'm telling you is that even though you did a passport, that's not full renunciation. You still got to finish the court process. Up. So you have to. If you have a case, you still have to fight the case the way that anybody else will fight the case. Okay. Okay. So my question is this. They they saying that they, they when they first pulled up on me, they said that I failed to identify. But they threw that charge out. So how can right. they throw the original charge out that they accosted me with but keep the weapon charge? Because it wouldn't stick. They got to find something that's, that's going to try to stick. So the weapon charge, they think it is state. But yeah, that's when you pull up and use the Constitution in your state. Wait a minute. I got a right to, to bear arms. Okay. I have a right to defend myself. This is, you know. Well, he violated the Fourth Amendment. When they searched me, okay. when they, they, when they walked before me. What was they searching season? That's the thing about it. They saying that they were there because they got a call about a vandalism charge. This will happen. We was going into the store. The door wasn't open. Normally, you know how you, you, you wave your hand in front of the door, it'll automatically open. It didn't open. So it was a lot of people in the store. We looked, they, you know what I'm saying, make sure people's in there. So we opened the door. When we get in, the door shut, and we continue shopping. As soon as we on our way out the door, it's like three cops. So, you know, we ain't paying no attention. We ain't think, we ain't this shit. We walk out. He immediately walked up to me and grabbed me. He didn't ask me. He didn't say, can I speak to you? He grabbed me. Hey, you under investigation. And who are you? I said, well, what do you mean I'm in an investigation? Hold up. What's going on? Then he started going, oh, you're that sovereign guy. Then he went in my pockets, pulled out some credit cards, and ran my name. And then they started going in my pockets, and then they found the little weapon. But I never got charged with the band. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Yeah. You got your yeah. injunction in? Yes, I've been had it in, but I still got arrested. So... It seems to me that, number one, you're going to have to fight the case. Yes. Number two, it also seems that if you have an injunction in, uh, and, you know, <laughs> you, what you've done at this point is, is raise a flag to who you are by even doing nationality case. Especially about, well, I'm in a different state. No, I'm, no this, the, 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 gun, the gun charge oh, happened in a different state. Yes, yeah, a different state. Okay, what state did that happen in? Ohio. Oh, that's good. That's good. You gotta fight that charge. Did you have an injunction in Ohio and in Florida? I have one in in Ohio. In Ohio, yeah. Ohio is a is a hell of a state. Let's just put it like that. That's why I didn't follow the nationality here because I knew they was gonna be on some bull crap with me because of, I've been I've been winning cases left and right, but this one right here. Even when I had the preliminary hearing, you know the preliminary hearing is to catch the cops in the lie. They gave the they gave the cop he had his police report in his hand, and I asked him, "Hold, mm-hmm. I, I objected to them putting my past record. I did a signature rescind for the prior felonies, and I submitted them in the court." The judge kept. I, yeah, but that's not how you show up, though. Uh, but go ahead. 
I, I removed this judge before, so he's not even supposed to be on any type of case. You know, I wrote him up and got him removed. Both judges in this count in this little city. So my thing is, they were supposed to bring another judge in, but what they did, um, he, they pulled that little bull crap, man. You already know what they do. So here's the thing, bro. Have you already been to court for this case? No, I, I, uh-uh. Well, w- w- what they did is, um, when I was in the lower court, I did the dismissal. Dismissal. They denied my um, suppression hearing. They denied. I never got the evidence. Nothing. So when it was time for the preliminary hearing, the guy was like, "Well, I'll do this if you don't have a preliminary hearing." I said, "No, we having a preliminary hearing, you know, because that's where I get, you know, I thought I was gonna get a no because of what happened, but they all working together. Me and the judge, I got into it two weeks prior. He talking about he was revoking my bond, took me in the back, had me in there for about a dog me in front of the court, but waited till everybody left. Then brought me back out there and apologized and let me go. Of course, so everybody man, that was." <laughs> It's a show. It's a show, but you're still going to have to fight this case the way you can fight any other case. you got to put everything in the case. Then you got to tag the arrow, the Constitution, your affidavit. you got to do all of that. You still got to do that. Okay, now, what they've been trying to do is when I've been doing the Rule 12B, they've been saying, now, that's civil. I said, objection, all kinds of commercial. But that's the first thing they do. That's how I know but they're going to do some bullcrap. But you can't even mention it. That's not federal court. You can't mention Rule 12B. You just got to go through. And when you're doing dismissal, motion to dismiss for lack of subject matter jurisdiction, lack of personal jurisdiction. You see what I'm saying? Failure, failure to state a claim. You see, you got to go through like this, like that, because other than that, they're going to be like, oh, well, we're using the federal rules of civil procedure. That's civil. That doesn't apply here. Blah, blah, blah. So, so I just so basically list it. So I, I, I don't use Rule 12B. Yeah. How do I do it? Well, I, I'm just telling you, you're in the state. You got to do. Yes, you, you need to go into your state. You need to go into your state statute. Okay, you need to go look at. It's, we got we got one that's called right to bear arms. We actually got a state statute right. that says listen, right to bear arms, saying that a person with a restriction. They, okay, go ahead. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. To you. you need to go into your your state statute and look at how to do motion to dismiss. Okay. Right? It's going to be under the same type of rules that you would have under the 12B. How to dismiss it. You can't use okay. 12B. That's, that's federal. That's the part. Okay. You are going to talk to Okay. And I got a lot of people behind you, so I got to keep you moving. All right. Okay. All let right. me get you. I, I need to. I, I had a number. Go ahead. Oh, go to my website, makemorecommerce.com. Cool. I got you. Cause I, I, I appreciate, you know, the fact that you're trying to get help with a lot of people who, I'm sure, have benefited from this conversation. But we don't want to go too deep into your problem on the air either. But at the same time, you got to cool. get consult because, you know, if, if you're not, go if you're not abreast on what you need to do, yeah, yeah, that's why you need to consult. I'll be in touch. Talk to somebody. Okay, peace, God. I'll be in touch. Peace, peace. Boy, the rabbit hole goes deep. Let's let's four oh seven six six eight. What up? Four oh seven six six eight. You there? Yo, yo. I ain't gonna keep moving. 
go to 615-879. You're on the line. Peace to God. Hey, Joey. How you doing? Hey, what up? What up? How you doing? Good morning. I'm doing fine. I have a question. I'm yeah. trying to purchase uh, tickets to the seminar, and I remember uh, probably some days ago, uh, y'all was talking about if you get it early, then it's like 350 or something. Yeah, so what we're going to do, because it's Memphis, yeah, we're actually going to keep the price. The price is going to be the same at the door as well. We're going to keep it because it's Memphis, um, you know, in the nature of, of where we're going. So the price will be will just be three fifty period. Mm-hmm. Okay. It won't so change. I, okay. Okay. So just we can pay for the doorstep because I was going ready to do, order it offline. Yeah, you, you, you can do that or you can pay at the door. It's your, it's your choice, but the price won't change. So. Okay. Well, that was my question. <laughs> I'll see y'all tomorrow. Okay. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Right. Appreciate it. All right, bye bye. All right, let's go to three four seven three zero two. Peace to the God. Peace, peace, Joe. What up, peace? Peace. Um, I got a question. I'm dealing with a um Article seventy eight proceeding. I'm um with a garnishment. Okay. I wrote up. A, I okay. wrote up a um. I wrote a writ of certiorari. And I got the paperwork from the county, you know, the RJI and everything. I did my administrative yes. process, and they still, you know, I did my administrative process, certified mail, return receipt, notary present, and these MFs is still garnishing me. I just was looking for some guidance on what to do before I call in mm. for the consultation. So they got you in court? I'm about to take them to court. I was doing, I, I was Supreme Court. I'm looking to do an Article 78 proceeding, and um, I'm in New York, Nassau okay. County. Okay. So let me ask you this: What um, you, you sent three letters to him? You did your your certified mail and all of that already? Yes. Yeah, certified mail, return receipt, notary present. Did you do a Did you do a summary judgment yet? I didn't do the summary judgment. Okay. Have you served them yet? I didn't serve them yet. They told me once I was ready to hand in the paperwork to give them like a um, 24-hour notice. So once I knew my paperwork was complete, I was going to call them the day before and then take the my paperwork to the court. I got the poor person's paper and everything, you know, the Constitution, uh, hold on. Right. everything. Let me ahead. ask you this thing. Let me ask you this yes. real quick. Um, I'm sorry to cut you off, but your your um your letters. Who did you direct them to? Did you send them to the CEO, or did you just send them to the company? The first one I sent to the company. The second two I sent them to the CEO. No response. Nothing. Pretty much no response for what I was asking. What, what kind of response did you get? They didn't send me the um. They didn't send me the um. Authenticum. They didn't send me what I was the, the mm-hmm. verification, the validation of verification. They didn't send you the, Yeah. Okay. So, what did they send you? 
Say that again. What did they send you? Initially, because one company had it first, which was Navient. And when I asked them for the, val- the validation and verification, they sent it over to these people. So then they sent me a letter initially saying that they have the account. They pretty much took it over from, from Navient. So I sent them the letter asking for verification and validation of the debt. And then they sent me a letter pretty much saying that they have the right to take it from Navient, that type of letter, with a copy okay. of with a copy of a copy. Right, but you asked what they uh, saying yeah, is, I, yeah. So you asked them for a copy of your signature? They didn't give you a copy of your signature at any point in time? Nope. I asked, nope, they did not. All right, so... Here's what you got to do. Obviously, you got to sue them. Now, in terms of that garnishment, you ain't going to like what I'm about to tell you. But you're either going to have to do that. What's going to do? You're going to have to get rid of that job. You know how much you can Or, um, you know, get, you, get, you send a letter directly to your employee. And tell you, um, and, and here's the thing about that. You go to the I don't know if they conf- I know I got a letter from them stating that the company is gonna they pretty much agreed to let them garnish me on a particular date. But I don't know if they exactly. verified it or but did anything. Here's what like you that. should be asking yourself. Who who is this? This Ricardo? Now right. it's um Jamal Kareef L, Snoopy Snoop on um, Instagram. Okay. Okay. okay, all right, Pete, Pete, this. I, I want you to ask yourself, all right, when it comes to these people, all right, did your job do a thorough check to make sure that that debt was legitimate? And based on what information that they received, and I would go to my HR department, Right? Based on what information okay. they received, they said, yo, we can take this guy's money and, and with no problem. Because, see, now that, that would make your job liable, too. And I guarantee you that if you hit them with the Because there's laws that, that protect you from, from that shit happening. Because we just said, I can come along low and be like, yo, I got to lean on this guy. Snoop, snoop. Uh, I, I, want, I want y'all to uh, take this money until he pays me my lien. But well, well, wait a minute, is there a lien? Where's the lien? Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. If it wasn't a lien or a lien, how the fuck do y'all pull the money from me? Right, 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 right. They didn't serve me because I, I won a case earlier this year in small claims court and they served me through the sheriff. But exactly. using you guys' information, Using you guys' information, for, you know, I prepared my case, but they were, as soon as I got to court, they was ready to settle. Exactly. That's how they and do it. That was, That's exactly how they do it. Yeah. And they caught me on guard because it was my first case. So they came to me and asked me, what do I want to settle for that's reasonable? And I should have said, what do you think is reasonable? But I was just like, yo, drop the case. I'm going to drop mine. 
get it off my credit and let's go home. And they was happy. You know oh, what I no. mean? But oh, no, no, no. What, what you mean? Man, you could have walked away with at least about four or five grand. I, I know. But then I remember you guys take the path of least resistance. So I was like, all right, they're going to drop it. Man, you in the doghouse, man. Shit, man. <laughs> I, listen. <laughs> listen, bro. You got to always, when they come to you like that, that that your, your eyes should light up. Oh, dollar sign. Them, them the magic words. We want to tell yeah, yeah, what you want to yeah. do. Oh. oh, okay. All right, cool. So y'all about, y'all, y'all about to buy me that new Louis bag. All right, cool. I'm going <laughs> to... Cool, I'm, I'm finna go I'm, I'm, get me some, 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 some new Gucci, whatever the fuck you do with your money. Cool, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to get like that. Oh, y- y- y'all about to buy my next investment property, great. You know, that's in your head, you're thinking this when they say settle. Okay, great, hey, hey, check this out. That's tax-free money, dog. You don't pay taxes on that money. Anytime they settle out with you. Ah. So now with these individuals, I'm looking, you know, ain't no, you know, I'm looking to cash out on this current one right now, and looking to sue them in Supreme Court, if possible, you know. Well, Supreme Court where in your state? Supreme Court in New York? State, yeah, because in, in Nassau County, because there's no, there's no threat. The federal court is, you know, the kind of what Supreme Court. In Nassau County, and my job is in Nassau yeah. County where the garnishment is taking place. So that's why I went to that, you know, to that county. Okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna tell you like this. I mean, you know, if, if you're gonna file the suit, just make sure that you got all of your all of your proof. You know, all of your information. Make sure you got your summary judgment in place. You know. Put all of that in place, you know, it seems like you pretty much got everything ready to go. And your complaint got to be tight. Yeah, I, I wrote up, I spent like four weeks writing up this rent. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, listening to the show, yeah. making corrections and things yeah. like that. Yeah, because you know what happens is that when the shit is good and you go in there, they're actually going to end up settling with you. They'll settle with you nine times out of ten especially when they got new new attorneys and shit on the case, you know what I'm saying, who, who, who've never, you know, like, what they do is they hire these new attorneys to go out there and fight these cases for them. And the most times, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. So they be like, man, let's just settle. They give them a settlement budget. Now, now, with your situation, you're still being garnished. So like so like I'm saying, you really need to, to, to look at your job as well. Hey, why, what? Uh, information that y'all received that showed y'all this was a legitimate debt. Okay. Okay. And I know you guys. You suing him? Yeah. You might want to show that evidence. Excuse me, I'm gonna cut y'all. But you suing him? You might want to show that evidence to your job too. Wait a minute. I'm suing these people. Y'all don't have a right. Y'all need to stop this garnishment until until they got a judgment. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you, how's your schedule for consultation looking? I know y'all got a, um, a web, a seminar, a webinar, I got a you know, people tomorrow. I to catch up with. Yeah, yeah, we got a seminar tomorrow. I got a few people I got to catch up with, um, who are ahead of you, if you book. Um, but you, you could definitely book. 
Um, I didn't I didn't do many yesterday, so today I'm gonna try to knock a few out before I travel, um, and then you know I'll be back on the match Sunday. I'm a, I'll be in the Sunday build too, so I'm gonna jump in the build Sunday, and I'm gonna I'm gonna schedule I'm gonna see if I can schedule for this coming week. Okay, no doubt. And then we'll, I'll talk to you then. All right, Pete, thank you very much. Thanks for okay, everything peace, y'all guys do. No doubt. Peace to the God. All right, let me try to, um, real quick. All right, let's see here. 813-431. Peace to the God. Peace to the God, Joey. How you doing, bro? Good, bro. Top of the morning, Joey. Yeah, man. man, yeah, it's, it's afternoon down here, it's, in Hillsborough County, yeah, he oh, yeah. scared me, man. He was scared. He's getting there. Yeah. What's that? And your boy, the boy for the last call with the um, nationality and the police handle. I thought he said Hillsborough County police was doing like that. Are you know, he did. He talking about the... No, he said that was in Ohio, didn't he? He said that happened in Ohio. Oh, yeah, no, no, but he said, oh, yeah, 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 he did say that was in Ohio. Mm-hmm. But he said he had issues in Florida, too, though. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I hope it ain't that like that. I mean, I'm in the same county. I was over there today with testimonies this morning. Shit. Mm-hmm. I, I, man, well, I ain't gonna tell you my story. I ain't gonna tell you how they handled me in court yesterday. Uh, well, come on, let it hit. No, <laughs> shit. No when, when it rains, when it rains, it's pouring. Yeah. 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 They, they, they did not. They did. They denied my, my motion to rescind my signature on my child support, even though it wasn't a motion. But they can't deny well, that. It, it, well, well, it, it's well gone. I was, I, the thing is, they can't deny that. You just put an affidavit in the rescission. That's all it is. Yeah, that's why I kept telling her. I'm like, I, well, they started off bad. They tried to get me swear. You know, I went with all that. So they told me about, well, my statement wasn't going to be heard if I was swearing. So I was like, well, why are we here then? What's the purpose of this then? So. She was like, well, we're here to hear your motion for rescission. I said, it wasn't a motion. I said, I'm rescinding my signature off a contract. She's like, well, it's a motion. I said, it didn't say motion. You know, so we went back and forth with that. It's the magistrate, too. So we're going back and forth with that. I said, it's not a motion. I said, if you look at the paper, it says rescind signature. Rescind is a signature. I said, it says no motion on that. I said, I'm taking my signature off of the DNA test I, I signed. So we went back and forth with that. So they denied it, you know. I was just like, well, do that fuck they want to do. Yeah, yeah, see. So I was like, I got the paperwork filed with the court. I'm, we're not here to hit a paperwork. I said, what do you mean here to hit a paperwork? Talk about my paperwork. I said, this is what this is about. So she's like, I'm not here. I don't have the power to do that, and we're not here to hit a paperwork. We're here to talk about the motion that we're saying. I was like, well, <laughs> you know, well, it's not a motion. I kept going back. It's not a motion. I'm rescinding my signature. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Listen, man. Listen, listen. Send 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 your signature to the uh, DNA people. Huh? That's what I'm about to send to, huh, man? Yeah, yeah. Send it okay, to I'm, I'm gonna try that because I send it to everybody. Matter of fact, you might even want to request if they got copies. Well, I will request whatever they got copies of too. Well, I called them one time. They said they have nothing. They said transfer it to the armed um, state. It's like the county who sent you to do it. They just get us to do the information, and we send it back to them. So I called them first. Then I called the county. They, oh, no. And that's when I got all. 
Find out who the director is. Find out who the director is. Put the DNA people. Send them a copy of your decision and signature too. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. I'm just gonna do it all over. I'm just gonna do the administrative process, do it all over before I go open this case. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Just be as thorough as possible. Yeah, I am this time. I am. I am going to be this time. I'm, you know, I was cloudy. But, yeah, anyway, yeah, back to the, um, yeah, cause that injunction thing, he was kind of scared because I'm in here for a county, and I got one out, but you told me to change the domicile address that I moved, so I, I stopped the process. Oh, yeah, change that, I got yeah you got to change that domicile. But I, but I got pulled over Saturday night, right, with no tag light. I, the, my car got kind of old. It don't come with a tag light. So, me and him went back and forth with that. He just got my license. He ran off and came back and told me to take off. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know what that was all about. <laughs> That's an injunction. But was, yeah, I think so. And I, I, he's picking on me. I was black while driving. It was kind of late. You know, it was, I was kind of late. But anyway. Yeah, man, I, I'm trying to pull well, my... Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. I'm going to let you I'm going to let you rock. Go ahead. I'm trying to force my court of satisfaction. Um, so I need that attempt to sue letter, man. I, I ain't see it on your website. I what, what, what else you get there? I'm going to force this letter. It's a court of satisfaction. Uh, it, it, should, it should be on the site. If not, I, I'll take a look. I, uh, shoot, me a, shoot me a text. Um, and then I'll, uh, I'll let you know what it is because I got to find it. Yeah, and I, and I, don't mean, I don't mean I don't mean meaning to rise about the child quest show. You know, I had that one when it first came up. I, I downloaded <laughs> you know what's funny is that you ain't the only person who asked about that show. Few people asked about that show. So I unlocked the first one. I completely forgot about the second one that I did. So I unlocked it. I just got to go in and no, unlock you it. You unlocked the second one. I've been had the second one. I downloaded that one the first, so the first one. I just did the, okay, the first so one. I unlocked the first one. Okay, yeah, yeah like, you ain't like I said, you ain't only about three, three, four people to ask yeah. you about that show, man. That was a pretty good. It was a good show. I ain't gonna lie. It, it was. You I, know what I'm saying? That's how I knew. That's how I knew the judge said that because I was milking that one for the last week because I knew I had to go to court. So I've been milking this part two. That's why I'm like, yeah, the judge said that one. He was talking about the judge who said to travel on the Fourteenth Amendment all the time in that child support. I was like, yeah, yeah I know that. Because his hands was locked. Yeah, he said, man, yeah, man, I've been listening out for a minute, man. Yeah, man. Just, just he ain't going to my, Houston. My, my hands are tied. Ain't much I can do. He ain't going to be in Houston, man, because I need a, a pH test, man. He ain't going to make it to Houston. Man, you, you know what? I, I might try to, man. Um, It just depends on what's going on. I got to, you know, I got to I gotta look at my schedule, dog. I'm going to try. Came in no problem. Right, man, yeah. I'm going to try. I know, man. Memphis kind of far, man. It's to me, I'm in Florida, man. Houston, cool. I know, man. It, it is. <laughs> I, I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping we get we get a decent turnout. out. I know Memphis is a, you know, but we come back to Florida though, so don't, don't worry. We definitely come back to Florida soon. And we're going to be okay. in Atlanta as well. And I know Jonas Jonas got a private one he's doing in New York sometime soon. So. Yeah, I definitely come up to Atlanta when y'all do that that credit one. I come up there. That's close. So I yeah, we yeah we doing the credit seminar real soon. That's coming up. So get ready for that. But yeah, man, I, I just needed those two things, man. That attended suit letter, oh, and 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 that uh that child support. So man, hope y'all. Okay, even last weekend, man. 
right, man. Have a safe I'm, weekend. I'm going to try to find them for you. I'll let you know what they are. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Okay. All right, man. Peace, God. All right, peace, God. All right, real quick. Um, If I had a consultation with you, and I haven't gotten with you yet, I'm going to be getting with y'all. Um, I haven't forgotten. Um, also, let me make a quick announcement. If you order from Naturals Herbs, uh, expect at least 10-day processing time, all right? That's about what it takes to get stuff out, all right? We're trying to, like, kind of redo the the branding and how we send stuff out, the packaging and all of that. So be patient with us. We, we're working through the bumps, all right? But we appreciate y'all supporting. Um, as always, go to makemorecommerce.com. If you got a product or anything like that, um, I'm working on getting everything out. We still got IDs going out for tax exemption. If you haven't received yours yet, be patient. We're getting everything out. All right? Uh, it's one me. <laughs> but I appreciate y'all, man. This is Open Forum Friday with Jonah Bay. My man is uh, going to be in Memphis with me this weekend. So make sure you come out to the seminar if you're in the area. So I'll give you the information one more time. All right? It's going to be the Freedom and Nationality Seminar. All right? Saturday, November the 2nd, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. 250 North Main Street, Memphis, Tennessee. All right, we hope to see y'all there. It starts at 10 a.m. All right, don't be on black people's time. Shit. All right, so with that being said, go to JonahBay.com if you want to give with my man Jonah. Set up a consultation with him. I think his consultation schedule is opening up, so go holler at Jonah. Go get some products over there. Also, go check out Make More Commerce. Go check out some of the products and some of the new stuff that we got coming up. All right, we're working on some 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 real cool shit, man. We're working on bringing y'all fezzes and all types of stuff, man. You know, we, we got some, some real cool stuff we're working on, all right? So, that being said, you've been tuning in up on Friday with Jonah Bay. I'm your host, Joey L., sitting in for my man. And we'll holler at y'all Sunday. Peace to the God. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday, you ain't got no job, and you ain't got shit to do. Tune in every Friday to Open Forum Fridays with Jonah Bay from 10 a.m. to noon on Evolution Radio.
you when you comb your hair. Lady, when we lock, you know why we get together, it's an overdose. I'm flipping, I'm here, I'm on my knees, I feel my heart up, I feel it Oh 